with Kat and John as they review RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under on UCR's What a Drag. Get on over to Uncensored Radio. I did, and Jeff, honey, them shoulders do not match them hips. Oh my gosh, John Collins, how are you? Oh, I haven't seen you in forever, Bob. Haven't seen you since the court case. How you been? Oh, yeah, no, I've been all right. Yeah, doing okay, doing all right, yeah. Feeling my oats. Just doing it? Yeah, just doing it, you know, you know. Um, look, yeah. during – so we're going to do, like, reviews of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, hopefully, like, on the end of each episode. That's the plan. Well, so yeah, let's just like – We're we ideal candidates to be reviewing Drag Race Down Under because in all of Down Under we're probably the biggest bitches. Um, True. Like, like, I was a reluctant dead bitch, okay? So this took a little while, and I just realised, like, I was ready to read all these bitches' films, and I was like, actually, this is really hard and horrible. So I've got more, a little bit more sympathy again, so I'm softer in my approach to my critiques of this episode. <laughs> well, I tried. I really tried to go in with that kind of mindset. But, um, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not as, like, I used to be a lot bitchier than I am now. I think I've matured a lot. But really, um, yeah, you were evil. I do it watching the episode. It was just, I, I just, the daggers came out. They did? Oh, good. But look, are we going to see Die Slowly, Diane Slowly, who I've performed um, with on stage many a time? Are we going to see her during these drag reviews? Well, look, if I'm going to go to all the effort of getting into drag uh, to review this show, then it kind of needs to be worth it. And I've seen every Drag Race episode, as a lot of people have. And I'm sorry, that was the worst episode, easily worst first episode of a season. Um, and probably one of the, like, worst five episodes of all time. Change your costume, Girl. Mimi. In my opinion. It really? Was really that boring. Okay. Those bitches need to get bitchy soon because that was so un-american it was boring and yet we're down under but i mean be drag queens where were the yeah like, but did you not think where, they where were being the... when electra walked in i felt they were being really bitchy like i felt but not in a funny way like in like these girls are like me that's what i felt no, like I it wasn't like they were really i didn't get like i just thought it was like i, I know the part you're referring to i just thought it was kind of like yeah. really sad and pathetic i'm like Come on, girls, like, get your big knife out. Cut deep. Change it around. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So well, maybe, let's maybe just maybe look. I'm too much of a bitch, I don't know. No, 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 not at all. Okay, so we've got, what is it? It's, it's 10 contestants, right? That are. Yeah, I don't know their names yet. I don't know. That's right. I'll pop them, them up. Um, all I right. kept having so to rewind Anita Winkler. The start of the How'd you feel about her? How'd you feel about, about this one? Uh, Anita Wiggler. Let's talk about Anita Wiglet. Who's um, Anita Wiglet and who's the other one? Hang on, I took notes. Uh, Anita yeah. Wiglet and uh, Ketamine. They're, they're the co-owners of a club in New Zealand. Yeah, they're There's the cats. two that own the club, the co-owners. Um, yes. Now, that just kind of, like, sparked a bit of, like, curiosity. Being, like, the two co-owners of the gay club in New Zealand both end up on season one of Drag Race Down Under, which coincidentally got turfed over to be filmed in New Zealand. Um nepotism because it co-production rights i don't know it is, is like leaning in a franchise direction drag race now so um i just thought that was weird that the two co-owners of the gay club in new zealand happened to be in season one like uh 
look at it, I mean, it, how extensive is their drag scene? Like, I don't know. It was the Anzac all over again. Change your costume, Girl. Mimi. <laughs> Maybe we should edit that bit out. <laughs> that is stated, bitch. <laughs> How'd you feel about Coco Jumbo? So, is this bitch named after the song? It's named after the song, right? I mean, she is named well, after I the song. I don't know, but I remember I used to live not far from Coco Jumbo. We lived in like the same complex of like, like, um, apartments. Did she always used to play the song? No, and um, we'll have to edit that out because I think we'll have to pay a lot of money to have oh, that I song. Oh, I couldn't sing it in tune. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. I don't think you've ever sung it in tune, have you? No, I haven't, Bubs. No. Where's the key? Where's the key, Kat? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I used to live in that apartment like Jumbo, and she had this little twink living with her. I think it was her cousin or brother, I don't know, but she had this little twink, gay twink living with her as well. And whenever Coco Jumbo was like getting getting it on, getting busy in the bedroom, the little twink would come and like knock on my door and be like, um, and Kangas, you know, got a friend over, so, um, and he'd come and visit me and, and eat my food and um, lie around in his little short shorts and singlet and sometimes take a singlet off because I, I didn't have the best air conditioning and um, because we broke the air conditioner I think you were there for that uh possibly when we, someone hit it with the same book bottle no there's a same book bottle oh. up on the shelf and it fell down on top no, of it no, I wasn't there for that one because I wouldn't stand for that if someone was wasting alcohol you don't do that shit in my presence no yeah, um, well. so Coco's um, love to get the trade hey that's the well, tea. It's back in the day then, yeah. But um, yeah, and that so that twink would be lying around on my on my on my couch in his little skimpy clothes, and if things got boring enough, he'd be like, "Hey, yeah, you want to go?" And um, oh my gosh, we're okay, stopping and, there because we're getting derailed. Okay, change your costume, Mimi. So speaking of derailing, like it, it, it was it was really dud rude. But anyway, um, <laughs> electric shock. Yeah, look about her look. The sequin hearts and the rainbow feathers, and then she's got mm-hmm. like Swarovski crystal accessories everywhere. Knockoff Swarovski crystal accessories everywhere. I thought that was hodgepodge as fuck. That was like less than pedestrian. It looked ridiculous. It looked like like you know when they do those those mini drag challenges and and they you get the ones that just panic and they grab everything and throw it on. That's what her yes. runway look looked like. Like, do you, you don't feel like, feathers with Do you feel their critiques like, of her looks when she walked in was fair then? So that's why you didn't feel they were mean. Like they were saying a wig. Look, was I didn't thirsty. feel like anyone's looks were there in this episode. To be honest, I didn't feel like any of the looks were served. I didn't feel like any anything was there. And to be honest, the content of that episode I thought was really. Like not up to standard of, of the drag race name. Oh wow. Well, what about art? Okay, so art's the moment. So come on, her look uh, was polished. Uh, come on, uh, she she was polished. She was all right. Look, okay. Now this this is gonna this is this is gonna get me in a lot of trouble saying this, but I've always thought Art Simone is she's a produced queen. Um, every, everything about her, it's 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 a production. It's it's all produced. And, you know, of course, there's there's hundreds of people talking about how amazing it is because. There's hundreds of people getting free tickets to the show if they go around talking about how amazing it is. You know, it it feels like everything about Art Simone and her career feels like such a production and such a script and everything's yes, talented. Well, is it perfect for the show then? Wouldn't that not make her the perfect candidate for RuPaul's Drag Race? Well, you'd think so, but I mean, what drag queen hasn't done half boy drag look, half half drag look, really? And and Michelle's there going, "Oh, that was iconic. That was inspired." No, it wasn't. 
I've seen that a hundred times before. We've seen it down the local pub, haven't we, Bubs? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've done it so... down the local pub. <laughs> so what about little etc's? Et cetera. Um, which one is etc? Let me check my notes here because I'm not that I was going to say, I forgot etc too. I'm not being shit. I really are. I've just forgotten. <laughs> I can't make sense of my own notes. It's just like crazy shit. Yeah, no, I can't read what I wrote about her. So okay, so etc. etc. Forgettable. Et Forgettable. Yep. Forgettable. So, hey, little Jojo Zaho, how do we feel about our? Oh, Jojo. Now, now, look, look. I, I'm team Jojo all the way. <laughs> Oh. I couldn't even say that. Was look, back. I like, but I like Jojo. I didn't mind her. He's a like, lovely person. You can tell she's suit. kind. And yeah, yeah, girl. No, but that was... nude bodysuit that Jojo was wearing—that was the ugliest bodysuit I have seen on Drag Race. Like the ugliest bodysuit in the history of Drag Race. Um, I'm glad you got red to feel for it. And uh, <laughs> there was another note I wrote as well. Um, <laughs> she was wearing a swimsuit as well. Did you notice that? She was wearing a swimsuit with stuff glued onto it and a little truly bustly capey bit. She, so like, what you're saying goes, is you don't feel the look she served was up I to know scratch. JoJo. I perform with JoJo. I um I delude myself through an like ego kind of thing to to believe that I unlaunched her career. I made her yeah because I met her once. Uh, <laughs> she can do a lot better. She really can do a lot better. Um, well, maybe, like, I'm do you think, like, when they get thrown in this environment, they get uh, intimidated by it all, though? Like, it's a lot. Like, you could tell, like, Jojo was definitely scared. You could sort of see she was. And it's it's not a thing. I mean, it yeah. just makes it happen. But do you think that's well, what made her very... stressed lately? Because knowing Jojo, as I do, um, she's stress-eats. <laughs> and so you can tell she'd been under a lot of stress because she has... On Stress eats a bit weight since last time I saw her, which was obviously before Drag Race. You're a bitch. that was a really bitchy thing to say, but I'm okay. It was terrible. Okay, moving on to Karen from Fine. <laughs> oh look, this is my pick to win. Um, and it's hard because what we saw of Karen in episode one was nothing compared to the talent and and amazingness that is Karen from Finance. We're gonna we're gonna be wowed by her. Um, it's just unfortunate that we hadn't been wowed by her yet. That was. Like, and I'll keep saying it. That was a really lackluster episode. We didn't get to see anything of these queens, but Karen will be one to watch. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what she does. Well, Having also, that, like, I don't think the challenge. Oh, so, like, to do a little bit of acting in the mid challenge, and then they got to do, you know, two outfits in the in the maxi challenge. It it felt a very rushed episode. Did you feel that? Like, you know, like if there was only ten contestants. Like, it just felt very like here they are. Yeah, and That's if we've how only got me. 10 contestants, the episodes can't feel rushed because it's going to be a quicker season than most. So it's, I don't know, mm. I, I maybe because they're, you know, in filming in New Zealand, maybe they've got, like, local crew that don't have, you know, people, maybe the people working on, on set there don't know, you know, aren't as experienced with the drag race format. So it's got, got that rushed feel coming to it. But we can't it can't feel rushed because it is going to be rushed now i want to bring pretty up sure raven did not come no no i've said no raven, sure raven, raven obviously come. didn't make it for that first let's yeah, take down yeah. maxi i don't because think RuPaul raven obviously is there for that first episode well she wasn't even in drag on the panel so they obviously filmed that stuff she'd come out and done the runway later after the fact mm-hmm. so i think raven obviously didn't make the quarantine with 
Michelle Rue at the same time. I think Raven probably came a bit later. Raven probably couldn't be bothered. No, because um, Rue's in drag in the next episode. When they showed the, the stuff, like, on the judging panel, she's back in drag. So I think Raven's obviously the one who does her face. I don't think she lets anyone else do her face anymore. So I don't know. But it was just a bit weird. Like, the way they shot it, like, it was very obvious to me. Okay, Raven's not there. And all the stuff that Rue's doing in drag has been shot out uh, the fact. And he judged that panel out of drag. Yeah. Okay. So Maxi Shields, can we just talk about the oh breastplate, girl? The breastplate and the skin tones. Can we just get go into that quickly? Look, I can't even with Maxi Shield. I'm sorry. Um, I I really tried, but uh, my one of my drag daughters, Chantel Secrets, um, Ryan, Ryan lived with her for a time, and I just when you there are things that you you, you can't forget smells. You can't you can't forget um. I, I can't look at her on this TV show and not not have flashbacks to seeing how she lived um, back in. Are Australia they like really? Dra- are they dramatic flashbacks, like in black and white? Like, yeah, they are. are we talking quarters like, episode or what are we talking here? Serial yeah, killer, like with like there was like a dog that just like like pissed and shit everywhere. Um, it was like, and because drag queens, we work a lot, like long hours, like fucked hours, and when we're not working, we're sewing or or you know mixing music or doing drugs. So there's not a lot of time um, to do things like adulting, you know, cleaning your house. So um, it's understandable, but it was just disgusting. (laughs) And I saw her, especially seeing her out of drag, and I just, like, had these flashbacks to seeing... Anyway, but, you know, she does have some talent. So Yeah, but I just didn't... All my note was was, like, um, breastplate, was very it was very contrasted the rest of her um it still looked okay like she didn't look terrible i think she's for a big queen she's padded well she's shaped well her face is flawless like i'm not going to judge anyone's face when i've just managed to do this after mm-hmm. years and years and i don't even do it properly anymore um so look i ain't kind of camera but I just thought girl come on like breast is like yeah, look, three four shades darker possess, it doesn't change the fact that some people just vile creatures that you don't want to be around okay this is why you wanted me you wanted the (laughs) you wanted the real bitch facts this is why i'm here garlic adams (laughs) forget about um really no i thought she was cute she was pretty when when she's out of drag um i've actually i'm I swear to God, I've met, I've met. He's cute out of drag too, yeah. Yeah, he was a dancer. He was a little bit. Did you see him on morning shows that they were doing like Sunrise and stuff just not long ago, like today? He danced with us and I think it was with um, Stage Addiction or, you know, it was so long ago. um, It would have been like before I was even 20, 21. I I would have been a teenager. But I swear to God, um, he was in something I was in and, I can't remember if I did make out with him or if I just really wanted to make out with him so much that I fantasised and imagined making out with him so much that now I'm remembering imagining making out You're with him. You're remembering false like, memories. It's like, um, you know, like after you witness a crime and then you start, like, imagining stuff and adding to it. That's why they got to get those um, testimonies straight away. Yeah, or when, like, because people like, imagine... So, like, like, and mm, that's what that I feel really is happening here with you and Scarlett because, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, John Collins. 
So the the mini challenge was them on a green screen doing some lispy um, sci-fi thing. How would you feel about the mini challenge and how would you feel about the winner being Electra? Look, I didn't really think any of them were standout performances and I really thought that mini challenge was kind of crap. Um, they were just reading, like, teleprompter kind of thing. Yeah, they kind of tried to make it unique. Look, I would have been happier if they gave us, you know, an iconic first episode mini-challenge from one of the previous seasons. If they just copied over and said, all right, the mini-challenge is something that you would have seen. Other, you know, you know how it goes. You've seen it before. You know, you just mm-hmm. give us our own version of, of, a, of a previously done mini-challenge. I thought that would be cool. But I could see they're trying to be, you know, unique, trying to put something new and fresh but it was just like you know give us something that works you know give us a good episode before you try something unique which flops oh, okay I just, so, I just didn't feel the oats of that mini challenge sorry look i didn't mind the mini challenge i thought you know it gave them that little acting challenge straight up rather than a photo shoot because they normally do a photo shoot for that first ever mini challenge so i thought it was it was it was cute shoot. i love the photo shoot we should have had a photo shoot we should have had the photo so shield, two-tone like, breastplate. No, like, uh, no. So the maxi challenge then was obviously the two looks they had to serve. They had to serve the nude look and then they had to serve their, um, you know, like uh, something that reminded them of home, like a, a, an outfit that would tell people where they're from. So the winner of the challenge was Karen from Finance. Really and she... A lot more. Yes, and she really sold it because she was like the piss girl at the races, you know, middle-aged, just off her face, makeup smudged, stumbling around, toilet paper on the high heel. I think she sold that look so well. She was pretty amazing. I really loved it. And I thought that that was one of the better presentations I've seen in a lot of drag race shows. And that's why I think in this context she very much was the easy winner. Yeah, I definitely agree. Then the thing about Karen from Finance is now obviously she's most like she's Karen from Finance, but when she was beginning, um, I don't know if she still does, but she had all these other characters. She had like you know, like um like Tiffany from Reception and uh, Rachel from Tech Support, uh, yeah, um Tony from Legal, all, all these different characters and she used to dress up as all these different ones and they all had different personas, different voices, different styles. Um the Karen Obviously, Binance Karen's the one that resonated be... with the audience the most, and that's what she's sort of ran with yeah. now. Well, I think Karen was the one that resonated most with her. Like Karen's the because because you do have like um I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be really interesting if uh, she pulls out any any of those other characters, um especially maybe in a mini challenge if they do quick drag, um she maybe throw on like a turban and do like you know, lesbian Linda from Legal Aid or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. How do you feel about um the bottom two? So it was. Obviously, JoJo's a hoe, and it was Electra, Electra Shock. So they were the two bottoms. Do you agree with the judges' choices in in that regard? Because also in yeah. the other the other bottom was um I could have seen Jojo anyone in the bottom except Karen. To be honest. It, it, yeah, because Karen won the maxi challenge, so obviously she would be. Oh no, no the, the latex naked suit was amazing. Like that full body latex suit was the naked body was amazing. On Art Simone. Yeah, but no. Mm, so maybe I'm just prejudiced about Art Simone because it just feels <laughs> so fake. But um, 
I mean, look, my favorite was probably like Anita dressed up as the sheep because she's a New Zealand queen. It had to happen. It happened first episode. That, that, I think that. But that she sold that look, though. Like, like it was a very basic look, but she sold it. I, I bought it. Like I was like, yeah, go yeah, on. It, it was. It was exactly the challenge. Something about you know you show us is that she came out as a as a sheep. Brilliant, genius. Cut, print, Tony. Moving on. Um, There's a lip sync for their life. It's just it's hard to see these girls as like their individual unique creation. And then looking at the others, like like uh, there's just it just doesn't feel very unique. They all feel very like carbon copy like you know oh i'll have this well it's like, the cultural cringe show that i think us aussies have about a lot of our stuff that we produce and i think you know this is an american show well it's an american original that's now being branded with our kind of brand australian contestants and i think we sort of go like oh because we've got all some of the american production values are a lot higher like their their shows far more produced than what we're seeing now, and I think we're sort. Of, that's probably what makes the girls look a little bit sloppier. Same with the UK season, and it's not they're rougher or anything. It's just that production values aren't as good, so they're looking as polished as they would under better stuff. I am. It could also be that, that you think that's my own I am. I, I am worried that some of the girls may be deliberately emulating some of those. Um, successful queens from the American seasons. Well, who um, the hell do you think Maxi Shields is emulating with that two-tone, <laughs> that, that dark breastplate? Change your costume, Girl. Mimi. Um, oh, any of the losers. Um, just pick <laughs> any of the losing queens. Pork chops. <laughs> I don't know, she could, just, could almost go for like a Coco Montrese's twin with the colour plan. Change it around. Oh, fuck. <laughs> So, yeah, so the bottom two were Electra. I wasn't shocked that Electra was in the bottom. I mean, I know she did. She won the mini challenge. Was it Electra? Oh, it was Electra. No, it was, was, it was Electra and Electra, Electra Shock, yeah, yeah. and it was Jojo Zaho. Um, so Jojo Zaho, I think we should talk about her runway too because she was in um, From Home Look was the, you know, the Indigenous Colours. She had um, mm. then the... She had the the political statement as well that she held up. I think her statement was, was solid. I agreed completely. No, I, we were all rooting for her. We were rooting for you. you and were she rooting for you. Ugliest nude bodysuit in the history of Drag Race, and then that swift suit with things stuck to it. And I'm like, girl, you know better. I think than it that. and like her hair net hanging out from the back. And shit mm. like that, like it was sloppy, and like, and I could, I could sort of see Michelle didn't want to read her, but she has to. That's her job. Like she had to just yeah. give her the critiques, and with just too many critiques, that it was, it was and a then that message, girl. that message hastily scribbled on that big sheet. It's like she knew she was serving a, you know, a dud look, and she's like, <sighs> oh, how can I, you know raise the bar and so she tacked on a message it felt it, it felt duplicitous look speaking of that lip sync i i really loved the beginning of it when they were like stepping in front of each other for, um <laughs> yeah but after that little joke kind of ended it, it got really boring yeah look she she wasn't a, she didn't do the the performance bad i just thought yeah elect probably electra did the the drag race 
effects that you would expect, you know, full splits, mm. uh, multiple splits, uh, just like doing that kind of drag, drag, drag. Um, I didn't think JoJo was bad. I think, yeah, she sort of got outshone in that in lip sync. And I think the song really worked a bit better for Electra. She was able to give it a bit of that shtick. I saw JoJo trying to as well. It just wasn't landing. It was like... Yeah, it was still boring as batshit and um, <laughs> ultimately a lackluster episode. So, John Collins, thank you so much for joining me. Will I be seeing Die Slowly at the end of the next review? Um, maybe, uh, possibly. Um, Lucas, they give me an episode I enjoy. You know, um, they, they, mm-hmm. they work harder to give me an episode that I enjoy then I'm Okay, so this all depends on how engaged you are with the next episode yeah. if you're going to throw a lip yeah. on. Gosh, look at all the trouble I went to, girl. Like, who would have thought 50 years oh, later she's back. I know, just did Lizzie. Well, I'll catch you for episode two, Catastrophe. Thank you, you very will, much for having but, me. Um, thank you for being on the show. It was, it was a good little chat and a little powwow and then the insights into some of the queens. And yeah, I'm looking forward to trying to outbitch myself next week. Um, I think don't you, you will can add be me on, on Facebook. It's at the John Collins story or at Diane Slowly. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I'm probably saying it wrong. And you can also catch me on Spotify. Um, my hit single, You Should Know by John Collins. Check it out. You stay safe and we'll catch up next week and talk about what we love to talk about which is men dressing up like girls yay yeah cheers bitch and um throw that wig out it looks like trash thanks barbs it's actually my real hair brushed into it but you can fuck yourself Change your costume, Mimi. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.